At the Commonwealth Policy Foundation, we try to approach the issues of life, marriage, religious liberty, and fiscal integrity from a biblical perspective that promotes thoughtfulness and kindness. We work with political leaders and concerned citizens from all across the state. To stay informed, visit CommonwealthMatters.org and sign up for our e-newsletter. The Commonwealth Policy Foundation is a nonprofit organization that only exists because of friends like you. Thanks for tuning in to the Commonwealth Matters. Welcome to the Commonwealth Matters. Is transgender identity a human right? Does it violate transgender persons being if they're denied using the bathroom or locker room of the opposite biological sex? Joining us to talk about this issue is State Representative Bill Wesley. Bill, welcome to the program. Good to be here, Brother Richard. Hey, uh, we were just talking off the air a minute ago about um, a couple of bills that you've introduced and uh, some news coverage you got from WFPL, that's the public radio station in Louisville. And uh, this was the headline of the bill. Uh, Kentucky lawmaker pre-files anti-trans bills, including bathroom bill. According to the draft, a transgender student would need written permission from their parents to use different facilities. That uh, story bill came out, again, on WFPL's website, December the 14th, 2022, just about a month ago. So um, let's start with this. Uh, Bill, is this an anti-trans bill? Are you anti, uh, are you transphobic? That's the word. Are you afraid of uh, transgender people? No, that's their decision, Richard. and and some media has covered that uh, I'm against the LGBTQ. Uh, when it comes to our kids, uh, this is totally different. This has nothing against any groups out there. This is about our children's innocence. Uh, if you take the the child that was uh, confused and 15 year old boy in Loudoun County, uh, what Virginia? Yeah. Now he decides to go to the girls' bathroom sexually assaults many different girls. I mean, this is no secret. This has been in court. It's on, on, uh, on, you can Google that. But anyways, this young boy goes in, sexually assaults these young girls. Now their innocence is destroyed for the rest of their life. Our kids are sent by uh, good parents, working parents, entrusting the school systems to protect their children. And so when I sent my daughters to school, I expected the the school system to protect my girls when they went to the bathrooms too. Yeah. So we see that there's uh, there is a movement that's coming in there, regardless of who's pushing it. These bills are to protect our children, and that's that's my motivation. So you referred to Loudoun County, Virginia, and they had a policy to allow transgender students to use the restrooms and locker rooms uh, that they identified with, the sex that they identified with. And in one, uh, in the case you're you're mentioning, uh, there was a student who uh, was a male, biological male, who identified as a girl, and he uh, was using the girl's locker room. He did assault another girl. Uh, what What came to light sometime after was that this young male did the same thing at another school. So this was the second case time that he did that. Uh, But there were consequences. Uh, uh, Parents were outraged. They showed up at the school board meetings. They contacted uh, school board members. They expressed their displeasure, uh, not just verbally at the meetings and not just written messages to them, 
but they expressed their displeasure at the ballot box because this became an issue in the governor's race in Virginia uh, when this happened. Uh, the Democratic candidate, Terry McAuliffe, said, look, uh, parents, you stay in your lane. We will take care of school policy. We will talk. We will take care of curriculum. We'll take care of the, I think it was implied, transgender bathroom issues. Parents didn't buy it, did they? They ended up uh, defeating McAuliffe, who was favored to win that race. Virginia has elected Democratic governors for several elections. And uh, Glenn Youngkin, who said, no, parents have a right to uh, provide their thoughts and opinion, and they should shape curriculum. And parents definitely have a right to express their concern to school boards, especially when it comes to who's using the restrooms and locker rooms, and especially when it comes to safety for their young girls, like uh, like you're saying, Bill. So is that the issue that motivates you on your bill? By the way, what, what the bill is House Bill 30, and this was filed in the Kentucky General Assembly just weeks ago, and uh, it would keep biological males in the male restrooms and male locker rooms, and it'd keep biological females in female restrooms and female locker rooms, regardless of what they identify with. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Does it address anything else? No, no. We have been facing this issue for quite a while, trying to come into our state. And uh, if I can add, Richard, there's a superintendent that stepped up to the plate to protect them little children that no more lives would be corrupted the, the way that the way it was going. He was arrested. Hmm. So this, this bill is to protect our teachers that is afraid to speak up because of their job, hmm. because we, we know that some is being forced uh, to remain silent in a, in a lot of areas, not all, but, but some areas. Some superintendents maybe are feeling threatened in some ways of, of maybe going to jail or by the school board. And so this, this puts the brakes on all that. But the main thing is, is when I was in Powell County, these cheerleaders was talking to me at a table at the lunchroom, asked me to do this bill for them. So if kids are coming to me as a lawmaker, their state representative, I, I represent the, from the unborn to the elder. Mm-hmm. So if these young people was asking me, well, we try to put something in place that they're they're protected. I think that we should hear their voice. Yeah, I'm so far out of track on that, but uh, our, our kids is important to us. Yeah, and yeah. as a father and a grandpa, it would it would devastate any man out there that's listening. If if there was access by mail to go in, that would harm your little granddaughter or your daughter. So I could see the uproar that you was talking about. Uh, this could possibly be saving a life of someone in the future because you get an angry dad or angry brother or even a boyfriend that their their connection of another female was corrupted or their innocence was took. Uh, I believe that there's a lot at stake here. So I just want to do the best thing I can for our kids. So just so the listeners are aware, Powell County is in eastern Kentucky. It's a very rural county. I don't know what the population is, Bill, but it's fairly small. And yet you had uh, uh, some female uh, cheerleaders, high school cheerleaders, who came up to you and, and asked you to uh, to put this bill forward. Are, was, there a, was there talk of a transgender boy that wants to use her bathroom, or, or has that been happening? Uh, were transgender boys using the girls' bathroom in Powell County? 
there, there's a rumor of, of something trying to happen there. Uh, in the bigger cities, it, it is happening. Yeah. Uh, rumors that comes to us is uh, mainly about school boards allowing this when it's not even law. Yeah. So I believe, uh, just as a, a grandfather, a father, a state representative, and a pastor, I believe that we should put something in place now. And uh, this is not a political stunt, political movement. This is for protection of our children, regardless of when it is. But I believe it, it doesn't need to be kicked down the road for another time. I believe it needs to be addressed now. Uh, Brother Richard, if I can add, why should we wait until something does happen devastating yeah. in the Commonwealth until, and that would push us to go ahead and step up to, to put something in place? I think we could put something in place now. To, to keep something from happening. Yeah, no, that's a very, uh, very good point. I'll share this with the listeners. I may have shared it before, but this is a personal issue for me as well. Uh, my niece had a, a transgender boy that began using the bathrooms in her school. My sister was very involved talking to the principal, then talking to the school board, expressing her concerns for the safety of her daughter, my niece. And after uh, talking with other parents, after going to several school board meetings, after expressing their concern, the school board chose not to get involved. They, they, they said that they would lose federal funding. Biden administration has a mandate saying that transgender students have rights, including the right to use the bathroom of their choice or the bathroom that they feel most comfortable in or safest in. And if that school... Uh, refused to accommodate the transgender child, they could lose somewhere between 1% to 3% of federal funding. Now, uh, money is never the best reason to do something, especially if it uh, jeopardizes safety or uh, common sense, if I could put it that way. In the case of my uh, sister and, and uh, niece, Bill, they chose to pull her out of school. She's in a private school now. And uh, I've learned since then that uh, that boy then began to demand to use the locker rooms of uh, for the girls. Uh, and then and most recently, he's now identifying as a boy. So uh, we've seen this kind of kind of go full circle. He's pushed in one area, first the bathrooms, second, the locker rooms. And now he's identifying as he was born male. Bill, is this something where. Would you say the transgender issue, which you and I 10, 15, 20 years ago, we wouldn't have imagined that this would that this would have been an issue, would we? It was just clear that you, if you're born with male parts, uh, male biology, then you use the male restrooms, male locker rooms. If you're born female with female biology, you use the female restrooms, female locker rooms. But we're in a very different age uh, today, aren't we? What are your observations? We're about the same age. What what has changed uh, in the last uh, forty to fifty years? What, it, what why are we dealing with this issue now? I, I believe our nation's morals and values have been dropped severely, mm-hmm. and we used to be a God fearing nation. Mm-hmm. And so, if I can be free to speak to you as a pastor, Nehemiah four ten says, "Fight for your sons, your daughters, and your wives and your children." Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing here. We're we're in a battle. Uh, yeah. We're the last nation on earth that's uh, about freedom. I mean, we we are it. it. This is it. It stops here, and um, so we we see we know that there's a socialism, communism part mm-hmm. that's 
let's push into this. Uh, this this has nothing to do with the bathroom. And you know, we could say, hey, we're, we're going to give you a bathroom. We'll 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 put you a bathroom right over here for this type of group. They don't want that. Yeah. Well, they they want the males to go in to the girls' bathroom. So as we faced last year, Robbie Mills, Senator Robbie Mills and Representative Ryan Dotson, they ran Senate Bill 83. That was a fight for the uh, saving women's sports. Right. I mean, can, can we believe, can we even understand that males are fighting to get in girls' sports because they can't really uh, do the sports, I guess, as a male, I mean, you rank 300-some in the nation in swimming, and now all of a sudden you decided to be a girl overnight. Now you're number one. Right. Uh, I, I would not accommodate to, to any male that's trying to say that he is a female. Yeah. So uh, so this BR-103 separates. It, it's like God in Genesis. This is night and day. You're either a man or a woman. Yeah. And so for us to say at this time in this this generation, that it is okay for a man to come into a girl's bathroom, it was wrong 50 years ago, and I still believe it's wrong today. And we're opening a door for trouble if we don't if we don't stop this here in in the Commonwealth. Yeah. We, uh, so you know, uh, Richard, I, I believe that when we went to school, we would go to school, and I'm not promoting guns and all this, but we we was a, a school that. Man, people would come up on the, um, you know, drive their trucks to school. We had our hunting rifles. Yeah. Not a school shooting. Yeah. Patman was back in them days. We yeah. stood. We all stood for the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. We, we, we reverenced people. We had integrity. And I believe that we have dropped the ball uh, from that time till now that we have lost respect for uh, those in our authority, our teachers, our law enforcement, our military. And so I, I believe that this generation is under attack in such a way that uh, if we don't if we don't be a voice right now, we're going to lose this generation that could possibly these next leaders that's coming up. We're going to lose our nation. Bill, uh, your colleague in the state legislature, Democratic Representative Katira Heron, said that your bathroom bill could open the door for further attacks on human rights as a whole. She was quoted in an article at WFPL uh, in Louisville. So uh, she obviously sees transgenderism or transgender identity as a human, uh, as a human right. Do you, do you think that individuals have that capability or should be allowed to determine their own gender? You know, it just brings confusion, brings confusion to all of our young people. That's what we see. There, there is such an attack on our identity and who we are in our life. Yeah. We, we question why is there such an increase in suicide? Suicide is a high rating in transgender uh, because their identity is took from them. If I could interrupt, though, we hear often that it's because they're not affirmed or because they're bullied or hurt in some way that leads to suicide. How do you address that? Well, you can't change a man's bone structure. It'll always be there. You can't take a man's DNA from them. Mm-hmm. You can you can put lipstick on them, put a dress on the kid. Mm-hmm. And we seen that last year up here at the house when when parents was bringing their little children up there, dressed little boys dressed like little girls. Yeah, they're yeah. still a little boy. Yeah, and so we we got laws in place right now 
I believe if you're 15 and under, well, what is that? The, the attraction law, that if a kid is drawn over to your property that has a sauna or a pool, yeah. Yeah. you're liable for that kid to be attracted to come over there. Right. Why? Because mentally they don't have the capability. That's what they say, that these kids make the right, right judgment. Now, I think that's wrong. Back in our day, uh, 50 years ago or 30 years ago, it's called a switch. Or correction or a whipping. You go across that line, you're going to get corrected. Yeah. But nowadays, you're not allowed to address your own child. Uh, I mean, we're living in a time just free to do whatever you want. And I think it's wrong. I, I think it's wrong to any group come into your city and burn the city down or to uh, harass your people. And, and so I think that we're, we're being pushed in a corner to tolerate whatever they want to throw at us. This bill is about the protection of our children, their innocence. And if we're, we're hiring SROs to come in there, keep from shooters to coming in, we need to put the brakes on some uh, boys that doesn't know where they're at in life trying to come in our little girl's bathroom. If you're just joining us, I'm Richard Nelson here with State Representative Bill Wesley, and we're talking about legislation he's introduced in the 2023 General Assembly session. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Hi, Richard Nelson here with the Commonwealth Policy Center. It's clear that the news media isn't always fair. In fact, there's lots of far-left bias and political gamesmanship. No surprise there. So if you're looking for a perspective that's grounded in the truth of Scripture and our nation's founding principles, then get plugged into CPC's resources. Sign up for our e-newsletter at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at Commonwealth Policy Center. And we're on Twitter at cpc for kentucky Thank you for joining us on the Commonwealth Matters. Richard Nelson here with State Representative Bill Wesley. And we're talking about a bathroom bill that Representative Wesley introduced this session. It would keep biological males in their restrooms and locker rooms and biological females in their restroom and locker rooms in Kentucky's public schools, K through 12. Uh, Representative Wesley, your colleague, uh, Representative Heron, Katura Heron, a Democrat from Louisville, said this, we need our allies to understand that if any time one group of people are being discriminated against and it's allowed, then it leaves room for other people to be discriminated against. We often hear this issue of um, transgenderism coined as a human right, and then we hear if there's any restriction on them or on their perceived human rights, that it is discrimination, that you're discriminating, that you're trying to put them down, that you're trying to marginalize them. Uh, bill, is that, the, is that the effect of this bill, this bathroom bill, again, that would keep the boys in the boys' bathrooms, girls in the girls' bathrooms in the public schools? Is that the intent or the effect of this? No, sir. Th- this is not an attack on any, any individuals, groups, or whatever they decide they want to be next week. Uh, this is about the safety of our kids, mm-hmm. uh, bottom line. Uh, this is not to discriminate anybody. But if you notice, anybody that comes against this bill that says that we're discriminating, just suppose that there's one in one school like Loudoun County, Virginia, that where them girls was sexually assaulted. Do we have to accommodate? Do we have to shape the, reform the whole school to accommodate one person because mm-hmm. they're confused? Mm-hmm. So I, I said that to say this, if, if we know that there's one in the school, why can't they use 
the faculty's bathroom. Yeah. Why is that such a problem to this group that they don't want that? They they want they want somebody that claims an identity, a different identity. We're going to come in there regardless. Yeah. And I think that's wrong. So if you want to talk about discrimination on, on that side, I believe that there's there's a lot of things can open up. This has nothing about discriminating any, anybody. I do not want my parents to send in their children, the ones I represent back home, send in their children that they expected me. They put me in office to be a voice for them. And my parents uh, back home and even our kids are saying, we need something. We don't want uh, uh, some male or some boy coming into our girls' bathroom. So that, that's what this is about. It's very simple, but I believe a lot of them, Brother Richard, is trying to make it complicated and trying to throw in discrimination. Uh, it has nothing against that. Chris Hartman is the executive director of the Kentucky Fairness Campaign, and he says this, this is the tip of the iceberg referring to your bathroom bill. We'll see many bills that either target the LGBT community or specifically trans kids this legislative session. This is all part of a marked increase across the nation for a problem that does not exist. Bill, is this a problem that does not exist in the Commonwealth of Kentucky? This is, this is definitely a problem, not just in the Commonwealth, mm-hmm. but all through our nation, and we all see it. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't a problem, I don't think kids that, you know, they're kids, they're, 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 they're about life and uh, playing sports, they're, they're not watching TV and, and the news. But when you got kids coming up to you asking you, will you help us get get this protected that this won't attack, attack or come in, in our schools? So th- this this is definitely an issue. But I, uh, again, if there's only a few of them in, in, say, one school, how come it's not a problem? Yeah. How come it ain't fair? Yeah. They would go to the faculty bathroom until they decide who they want to be next you see what I'm saying? So if a boy puts on a skirt and still sexually assaults a girl, uh, his mind has not been made up. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? So if if we're going to open this door for these young boys to come in and have a peep show, hurt our little girls, I think we're wrong. Yeah, yeah. I want to protect their children at all costs. Very good. Are you getting a lot of calls from your constituents? Are they in favor of it? Absolutely. I got school teachers. I got superintendents. Uh, I got people of of different professions that that's for protecting their children, their grandchildren. Now, if you go into certain neighborhoods, that, yeah, I could see that there was. Uh, if you got a school board that's all in favor of that, but what about them children or them parents that says, "Hey, we we don't want our children corrupted." So what I see, brother Richard, a lot of churches are starting starting uh, homeschool uh, schools right now, mm-hmm. and then you ask, why are people leaving the schools? It ain't about school choice. It's about protecting their children. We, we want our kids protected. And so, um, you know, when, when we talk about the Fairness Act, and they say, well, you know, this ain't fair, and uh, we ain't doing nothing wrong, but they got a public YouTube video. It says it's performed by the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus. And, and the song, you can Google this on YouTube, and, and I encourage you to do but it's addressing saying, we're coming to get your children. Now, I don't know how blunt that you can be, that you're you're going to throw this in the people's face, saying, we're coming to get your children at all costs. We're going to change their identity. 
We're going to change their mindset and we're going to just sit back and let you. Bill, I, I need to say that I did see that video. You sent it out to a group. I had a chance to take a look at it. And at first, I thought it was maybe made up to make the LGBT community look bad or like they're doing something insidious. But it wasn't. It was actually the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir, I believe it was. And uh, they said in no uncertain terms, we are coming after your children. And I thought, oh, my goodness. Uh, in part of that, they said, we're going to make them tolerant, we're going to make them accepting, but they're also going to make them, uh, really opens them up to the LGBT, homosexuality, transgenderism. We're going to uh, make this as an option that they should welcome, uh, which is which is disturbing on a number of levels. One is children should not be sexualized. Children are not pawns in this sexual culture war that we're uh, that, that we're in the middle of. Um, but for a group that identifies itself based on its behavior, which Christianity, you know, one of the gifts of the West, by the way, uh, it, and it's informed by the Christian worldview, is this biblical sexual ethic that says this, uh, sex is a gift from God, but it's to be enjoyed within marriage, and, and marriage is defined as a man and a woman, and keep sex, that great gift of God, in there. It's not to be enjoyed outside of marriage. It's not to be enjoyed between people of the same sex. Men shouldn't uh, identify or, or, or dress and act like women uh, as part of a sexual proclivity. This is all prohibited by Scripture. And this is something that Western civilization has embraced. Uh, but we're rejecting it. We're, in the, we're not just rejecting it. But those who hold that ethic, people like you and me and some of your colleagues in the legislature that believe there are certain sexual standards we're the ones that are vilified. We're told that we're closed-minded. We're told that we're bigoted, and we needed to catch up with uh, with the age. Bill, we're we're running out of time, but I do want to talk about your birth certificate, Bill. You had mentioned that uh, just a, a few minutes ago. Br one hundred three. So this bill would prevent doctors from using X as a marker on uh, marker for sex on birth certificates. It would identify children as non-binary, which I, I understand some states are doing that, aren't they? Well, this is also opening a door for them to become uh, different things. Mm-hmm. And and again, it attacks their identity. Uh, now, we could go biblical in the beginning. God created male and female. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'll stand on that. But science, uh, it's, it's very simple. It's not a complicated bill. Uh, without the Bible, you're either a male or female. To keep the confusion down, this would protect these kids. You, you take, you take, you know, a kid that say uh, if you're a male and you have an operation at 10 years old, which you know we got laws. You got to be 21 to drink, 18 to get a gun or to vote, 16 to drive. But now this same group is saying a 10 year old can decide going from a, a male to a female. Yeah. And then we ask, why did this kid commit suicide? He, it wasn't about being bullied. You yeah. took his identity away from him. Yeah. He didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. And so when you push a 10-year-old into making a, a, a decision and altering, I mean, there's no going back after you, you go through. Yeah. I mean, what's done is done. Now you got to deal with it. I appreciate you introducing this legislation. Appreciate you joining us on the Commonwealth Matters as well. God bless and you keep up the good work.